You are listening to Radio Ramadan 365 Podcasts. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to the Embrace Conversations podcast with myself, Dawood Duncan. And alhamdulillah, every week we have an amazing guest, inshallah, to discuss um, their journey of Islam. Alhamdulillah, for many years now, um, I think perhaps since around about 2008, um, I've love to make shows with Radio Ramadan about people who've become Muslim and alhamdulillah we've talked about so many um, issues, so many perspectives and bringing that together and it's always been the core of what I wanted to get across. Sometimes uh, before Islam we've got this journey laid out before us and the end goal is Shahada and alhamdulillah what a clear goal it is. Well you know alhamdulillah after Shahada there are so many choices, alhamdulillah, so many opportunities for us to take, um, to, you know, de- different directions to take it in. But sometimes it can be overwhelming or we can be unsure and sometimes the, the change in life can feel quite major for some. Um, and for that reason, I just wanted to collect different people's voices, different people's stories and share them with yourselves so that inshallah you can benefit and maybe take some good ideas, maybe um, avoid some pitfalls and that kind of stuff as well. But alhamdulillah, what better way to, um, you know, Remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, especially in this blessed month of Ramadan, uh, what better way than, than hearing the stories of uh, the lives of the people who, inshallah, devote their life to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, mashallah, it was a very difficult choice as for the first uh, guest on the podcast. Um, but alhamdulillah, as soon as this person came to mind, I thought, this is the perfect choice. Uh, the person that I've chosen is a scholar who's been working around Scotland, and I'm sure further afield too, teaching about Islam, helping people um, you know, learn, and also helping new Muslims as well to kind of traverse the, the terrain, as it were. Well, alhamdulillah, also our distinguished guests is a sheikh and his name is Sheikh Amin Buxton. He's also a, a new Muslim. He's be, he became Muslim at the age of 19 and he since has undertaken studies to become a sheikh himself. So alhamdulillah, I want to give a massive welcome to yourself, Sheikh Amin Buxton. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Assalamu alaikum wa barakatuh, Dawood. Great to be here and, and um, salam to everyone else who's joining us and um, it's an honour to be here, an honour to be the first guest and, and, and I think it's been important we have these spaces and God bless you for, for making these spaces over the years and, and everyone that's involved likewise. MashaAllah, alhamdulillah. Yeah, I'm going to say thank you to the to the massive team that's involved in, in Radio Ramadan and MashaAllah, the, the, the team that works so hard, alhamdulillah. Likewise, if you want to get in touch, then if you search for Radio Ramadan 365, um, Radio Ramadan Glasgow, the ARC, alhamdulillah, please get in contact with us. We'd love to have you on board. Perhaps you'd like to share your story. Perhaps you'd like to help make the show. But Sheikh, um, as I say so often when it comes to radio shows, I remember the first uh, thing that I was asked to do in Radio Ramadan was to talk about my journey to Islam and alhamdulillah it was beautiful, it's a really interesting thing I was speaking actually with my wife who's also a, a convert too and she was actually saying how some, you know, it changes so much um, different contexts and she finds over time it sort of grows and so on uh, SubhanAllah um, definitely our focus is going to be uh, you know post Shahada inshallah but I'd love to hear about yourself all I know is that you were 19. I'd love to know your journey to Islam. So could you give us a wee quick flavour of how you became Muslim? Yeah, I mean, it's, it goes back to when I was kind of early teens, 13, 14. 
uh, my best friend at school was was Muslim, um, and that was kind of the first exposure I'd had to any kind of Islam. Just wasn't on my radar at all at that you know that age. But then, just being you know, I really put it down to being made welcome and being made part of a family. For, for his his family just like kind of adopted me um, from that age. Always, always never leave the house without eating food. Always felt made to feel welcome. Always made to feel comfortable. And I think that was that was really that was the kind of foundation for me. And then, you know, um, over the years, I started to look more seriously at this this faith and what's going on and. And coming also coming already from a faith in already having a faith in God and a belief in God and um, just it just over the, you know the penny just dropping very slowly over the years and realizing yeah this is this is something you know this is, this is it's not such a big jump for me it's just it makes sense it's once once I felt kind of almost culturally at home with it with the people and I felt I kind of almost felt a kind of a belonging to the people then it made sense and it made uh, it didn't seem such a big a big step to take. Um, but it took, it took those years of like you know, about five, five, six years of, of kind of being exposed to it and being looking into it and different, you know, things that happen in, in the meantime. MashaAllah. And, uh, you know, SubhanAllah, you're saying it's not such a, a big step. Uh, when you became Muslim, did your friends and your friends' family find it quite surprising? Uh, was it something they saw coming? How did they react? Yeah, they saw it coming. It wasn't, it was, it was kind of, they always, they were, they were never... The beauty of it is of it. They were never overtly kind of, you know, you need to, you need to accept this, this dean. And, and even my friend, he wasn't even particularly religious. He wasn't particularly, it wasn't, it was just, it was just a, you know, you're welcome. This is, this is the home, you know, make yourself, at, make yourself at home, put your feet up. And Islam is, you know, um, and it, they could just, yeah, even my own, my own, my own uh, parents could see it coming because I was just becoming more at home with that. It wasn't, um, it wasn't a shock to, to, to them either. Alhamdulillah. And what kind of religious life did you come from before with your your family? I mean, we're, we're, we're my mum and dad are like um, Church of England. They're kind of just you know traditionally Protestant, but not um, in a, in a traditional way, in a in a kind of inherited way. That, you know, they, so I was I was not there wasn't particularly emphasized. I, I myself took the took the, made the decision to be, to be confirmed in the church when I was. Again, I, I did have definitely had a, a, a feeling of, of faith, you know, when I was growing up, and they didn't particularly push that on me. It was kind of my own choice, but it was there. It was there. It was part of the, you know, part of part of our life as well, but not in a, not in a kind of particularly overt way. Mashallah, alhamdulillah. Well, as as we said in your introduction, um, you subsequently you know chose the path of knowledge and alhamdulillah, devoted yourself to that. Um, you know, how quickly did that come about after Shahada? I think it really started before the Shahada. I just felt like I'm not, I'm not gonna. Uh, I, I felt that I wouldn't make an informed decision without studying, without studying Arabic, and without kind of traveling and 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 going a bit deeper. So I actually, I actually started. I started studying Arabic before I became Muslim. But even you know, it's kind of like I knew I knew I was gonna get there. It's just I'm just I'm just on the way. I'm on the way. I'm starting. Um, um, and, and that was actually a big part of my journey was was going to Morocco. Um, to, to do learn some learn some basic Arabic and when I was there, um, I um, it was really two things. It was it was just seeing like a, a you know Muslim society, uh, seeing amazing amazing history and the, the, just the way people lived and the, 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 just the, 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 how welcoming people were, and then also at the same time meeting converts. There were some other converts who had, from from uh, English converts who had come, and um, they were kind of a few years ahead of me. They, they they kind of they were coming from a similar background as me, and they'd already made that 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 step, and they they were studying, and they'd 
Um, so I could see myself in them if you like. I could see, you know, it wasn't, again, it wasn't such a big, if, if they can do it, then I can do it. It's not, um, I think that helps to see someone who's already kind of trodden the path for you. MashaAllah, very good. And, um, you know, just to sort of backtrack a little bit, Hamdana, clearly you've gone to study knowledge in, in Morocco. Um, how did that come about? Did you meet someone that uh, suggested it or was it something you did through research? Um, I, think, I can't remember exactly. I think, I think, um, I think it just, it was just, it was just, um, you know, like a, I heard about the school, a school to learn Arabic. It, was, it wasn't, it wasn't like a long, it was just a short, it was a kind of short thing that I did. Um, but yeah, and I think I was attracted to the place as well. Morocco is, is so close. It's on our doorstep in a sense, and it's, but it's got this amazing history and um, it's, yeah, it's appealed to me to, 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 be, to go there, spend some time there. Mashallah. So um, what was it like when you first arrived? Did you, you know, did you have a lot of expectations? I, I feel sometimes when you become Muslim that you learn about, you know, of course, their religion and we learn about the Sahaba. May Allah be pleased with them and Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You know, we can have the highest expectations have um items which which don't merge with reality as well you know which don't merge with let's say the reality today um was there a kind of uh, a shock when you got there or mashallah did you find uh kind of uh, what you were looking for well so i wasn't muslim at the time so i mean it was it's, it's different from someone who, who takes you know who becomes a muslim and then goes to the goes with high hopes to a muslim country and then and then it's kind of rude, has a rude awakening so in a sense i was i saw the I saw the good and the bad. I saw people, there's people, saw people hustling you and people trying to rip you off and, you know, all the other things that you get in any, in any kind of, you know, tourist situation when you go to a country. And so I wasn't in a, but I also saw that, but also I was welcomed into people's houses and I saw a different side of things and uh, spend a bit longer than, than, than the tourists would spend there. So I think, I think uh, I didn't have those expectations. I didn't have, I didn't have an ideal of what Islam should be in a sense. I just had, I was kind of open to what, what, whatever came my way in a sense. Alhamdulillah. So when we were discussing what to talk about on the show, um, one of the three things, the three main things that you highlighted was the, the role of your parents. Mm -hmm. And I just wonder, um, you know, what that was, let's say, um, bef a bit before becoming Muslim, but definitely after being Muslim, uh, you know, a lot of people have got a lot of anxiety. I think sometimes perhaps for a lot of people, it can be quite a, a scary thing and it can even be quite volatile at times, I think, uh, becoming Muslim. Um, generally, I've heard of things chilling out. Is that something that, that that's happened with yourself? What was it like? It's interesting because I've been doing, I've been doing like a counselling course recently and, 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 any, and whenever you start kind of, you know, looking at yourself and the, the questions that always come, how, you know, how was, how was your experience as a child and how was, and it, it's made me kind of reflect a lot more. And, and, and as I get older, I think really, I, you know, the more, um, the older I get, I kind of, the more I appreciate the role that they had and the more I appreciate the role that they had in my journey as well, that they, um, they gave me a good upbringing and they were, you know, um, gave me the opportunities that I, that I, amazing opportunities that not everyone, you know, privileges that not everyone would have. And they were not, um they weren't they didn't stifle um they let you know they didn't stifle kind of thing they didn't stop me from going the way i wanted to go they didn't stifle me they didn't they were very open to things and they they themselves it wasn't there wasn't a dream conference a dream come true for them that their son was, was becoming muslim and going off to foreign lands and but they they, they were ready to accept that and and you know i really respect them for that and 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 um and um as as and when you actually have your, when you have your own children you realize when you start raising your own children you realize things that you've kind of you know kind of subconsciously inherited from your parents you, you start they start to come out and how you raise your own children and um you, you appreciate you appreciate 
things. And I know a lot of people have, have you know, you know, not everyone has a different experience with their parents and there's lots of skeletons in the cupboard. And But for me, I, I, I the overall feeling is, is positive and they were supportive. Um, they weren't, as I said, they weren't overjoyed that I've become Muslim, but they supported me in that and they recognized it was my choice. And as long as I'm safe and as long as I'm like doing what I feel to be right. And then, you know, they're, 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 they're kind of happy with that. And that's, and that's developed as time's gone on. And having that's my own awesome. children as well now, it's they they have a different role. They have the, the parent, the role as grandparents, and um, it's you know it's it's, it's I have a lot to be grateful for. Basically. Alhamdulillah, and mashallah, um, you know, was was there ever a time where it where it was hard? You said that they weren't overjoyed. Was there ever a difficult incident or, or time at all? I think the first, I mean, the the first, you know, the early year, the early months, early years are are, are, are difficult, and and um, there is a tendency to. As a convert, to think, you know, I know, I, I, I you know, I, I've now, re- I've known that, I've realized it, I've seen the light, and I've realized the truth, and, and um, uh, everything that I've been raised with is out the window. And uh, but I, I, I realized that that's that, that um, you know, that's not the case at all. That a lot of things they raised me were, were good. Um, but to answer your question, I mean, I think it was just, it's just finding your, finding your feet and finding yourself, and and the, the, you will be. It's natural to be to, to kind of go to. Um, to be a bit it takes time to find that balance basically you know people will um for me um it was it was it was um yeah just just little things not nothing nothing major but just you know i can remember fasting on on christmas day and the first the first ramadan in fact first of was coincided with christmas and, um you know just resolutely fasting on christmas day and um and and you know, obviously you you're, you're you're absorbed with yourself you're very much self you know thinking about yourself but how what does that effect does it have on on the people on your own family and what are they thinking and you can, you can often do damage you can actually do you can often do long-term damage from the kind of stances you take um in, in the early days and the kind of you know i'm going to change my name and i'm going to do this and i'm going to um go by this and this is my new life now and everything you know it just it just uh, you you know you can you can make decisions rash decisions and and um that have consequences i know people that have still kind of living out the consequences of things they did when they're in the early 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 hours you know early weeks of, as, as as converts and it helps you know and that's where the the, the need for, for good good company and good counsel is really important mashallah and then um, regarding your your name you know you've, you've changed your name um is is that something that you have any regrets about is it something that you consider changing ever um it was again it was it was it was I, I at the time it seemed to be you know the thing the thing it seemed to be what everyone does and it's just it's just a natural thing and 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 people i think that's i think that 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 trend has changed a lot now which is which is a good thing there's no need to change your name uh, for me it was uh, i don't i don't regret it i kind of made a uh, made a a change in my life and, and and chose that name and i love that name but but uh, in retrospect, maybe I would have, I would have not not done that. Ha- I mean, having lived, I lived a long, I've lived a long time in the in the in the Arab world. So having a name which people can pronounce and people <laughs> people can relate to does has helped definitely. Um, but um, yeah, I, w- I mean, if anyone for anyone that's in that process now, there's no need to change your name at all. But if you feel yes, if you feel um, you want to make that, you know, kind of uh, step and, and, and embrace something new. Then there's no you can have you can have different names for different different people. And my mom still calls me Ollie. I'm I'm, I'm Ollie, so I'm still I'm still Ollie for, for a lot of people. 
Mashallah. Subhanallah. You've got a, you've, you've got the mashallah to me the perfect Ollie appearance. Alhamdulillah, <laughs> sprightly, mashallah, and uh, you know ready to uh, jump on a skateboard. <laughs> Mashallah, alhamdulillah, with Roger and your parents. I mean, um, you know, I think the thing you, you know you put you hit a nail on the head there really with uh, regards to the choice of the change your name because for so many it can be such a profound thing. Um, you know, really um, leaving old um, you know things behind, um, starting afresh, starting new. And alhamdulillah, I mean myself, I've I've taken the name Daoud. And uh, in a way, it's my name has always been Daoud in Arabic, alhamdulillah, so it's, it's been this thing. Um, and certainly I find myself changing, you know, to be honest, uh, between uh, David and Daoud uh, in different situations. Um, and alhamdulillah, for me, uh, it's the same name. So alhamdulillah, you know, it's there's many different paths and that's, that's what the idea is about. Um, so uh, you hear... Um, You've you've also talked, mashallah, about your parents, and that's something that you highlighted that you really wanted to discuss. Um, but the, lastly, the the enigmatic choice that you put here is is meeting with mountains, and clearly, alhamdulillah, this is a profound thing for yourself. So, when you've said meeting with mountains, uh, what would you like to tell us about? Meetings with mountains is is a, a kind of uh, stole it from a, from a title of a book. Were you there at the Sufi festival in? in, in, in I yeah. was indeed. I was indeed. Yeah. So there's an author, a famous photographer called Peter Sanders, who, um, who spent 40 years compiling a book of, which he entitled "Meeting with Meetings with Mountains of the of the different mountains which he's met over the years." And by the mountains, he means great people, um, great um, saints, for one of a better for want of a better word, it's great people, people of God, basically people who live their lives for God and. Um, people that he met over the course of these 40 years and people that he, photog- he took photos of um, and he, re- he released this book in the last recently it's a very it's a, it's a, it's a real um, it, it, it highlights something which is often not kind of emphasized and perhaps not talked about sometimes in, 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 in Islamic circles we talk you know we might everyone, everyone will have a different kind of calling some people will go into kind of um, you know, they'll have to take a more political stance and more activism. Some people were more, um, you know, charity work's a big thing. You engage in a lot. And, um, you know, everyone will have a different kind of, you know, naturally we'll be attached to different things. But sometimes we don't often talk about is actually the, you know, the, the God's people on the earth, um, God's chosen servants. Um, and I've been blessed to meet some of them. And that's had a profound effect on my journey, as, as it did on, on, the, on the author, the photographer that's talking about. That he really, his life changed by meeting these people and, um, just being profoundly, inf- uh, you know, impacted by his travels in, in the Muslim world, and, and I've been blessed to meet some 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 blessed people. And it's um, and they're not. It's not just they're not just. We shouldn't just think that they're, they're kind of. We have to go travel east and go to far off places. They're they're there. They're there. They're, 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 they're people in Glasgow who are who are mountains, you know, and, and, and dotted around. People that are not necessarily known. They might not necessarily have um, a, 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 any kind of. Um, out, and they might outwardly seem to be. Um, very pious or saintly, but they're the, the people that, have, that God loves, and that the people that um, it's a blessing. It's, bless, it's important to meet, and it's a blessing to meet if you ever get the chance to. Mashallah. Um, uh, surely there must be one or two um, that stick out in your mind. Is there is there someone that you could uh, share us um, tell us about meeting with someone, please? Um, so, if I look back at my path, one of one of the one of the um, first. Um, I think I think I was so I became Muslim. In, I was in London in in the in the late 90s, early early beginning of the next of this of this um, millennium, 
um, and the scene and univer- I was at university in London and the scene was very, is very much about political Islam. We're going to, we're going to change the world and we're going to take power and we're going to get rid of all these corrupt governments. And I just, and it was very dry and very, um, it lacked any kind of substance and any kind of spirituality. So I kind of, kind of <laughs> just took a, took an exit from that and I was looking for something else. And I was, I was, uh, I was, um, guided to, I was, I was pointed to a, 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 she- a Sudanese sheikh, uh, his wow. name is Sheikh Babikar in London, and he, um, it was the first time for me to, it's, it's like, I've been mean, Muslim for about two years now, and first, from, first time for me to see someone who really um, walks, you know, you know, walks the walk, you know, that, that actually, that you can see, you know, we, we hear about the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings on him, we hear about his life and his character, and, you know, we, and we can go on all day talking about that, but when you actually see someone who has something of that, you know, whatever it may be, they, you see someone that has something of that, in their character, in the way they speak, in the way they talk, in the way that that we're just even without them talking, just just being in their presence, um, you feel something of that connection. And 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 what we have in Islam is something which is so precious, which is this this unbroken chain of, of people. And, you know, we can't emphasize this enough. There's people who've taken from people, who've taken from people, taken people who, who go back to the Prophet and they've inherited certain things, just like you know, we, um, knowledge is passed down and. Um, hadith and narrated and so on, but there's actually something else, something internal which is passed down from, from just keeping company with someone, that, that, that someone who's kept company with someone who's kept company with someone who's kept company with the Prophet and the companions, we talk about the Sahaba, they are companions because they kept company, that's the name of the, they're called the companions, they kept company with the Prophet they themselves were, were all kinds of people from every, you know, every um, every kind of background, but they, the, the, what united them was that they kept the company of the Prophet and that that changed them altogether. That completely changed them. So, what could you tell us about the sheikh? What kind of um, what kind of man was he? Um, I think I think it's just it's just as I said, just seeing this, seeing someone who um, the, the the love love is probably the, the first quality I would say. Just the, just the, the heart, you know, someone's when someone's heart is just you know overpouring with love for 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 for, for god and for for, for for the prophet muhammad and for the people uh, for the anyone that they come in touch with anyone that they that they um that they come into contact with whether it be you know the, in the context of a of, of, of people attend uh, you know students and so on but, or just anyone anyone that they he was actually he was a he was also a head a head at an islamic school and uh, but anyone that he came in touch with so this this is kind of just you know, we talk about having a big heart, but this is someone's got like a massive heart that's got space for everyone, uh, that embraces everyone, and that's got mercy for everyone, and has got cares for everyone, and and you know, um, um, just feels the pain of everyone, and just wants good for everyone. You know, uh, that's that's probably the first thing I'd say about him. Mashallah. And um, in what respect did you meet him? Uh, was he part of the University Islamic Society, or you know, how did you get involved? No, I just went. I was. I was. He had. He had. Like, he had gatherings at the weekend that um, that, um, that I attended. And 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 then one of the beautiful things is that when you when you when you attend when you when you when you kind of connect to one, then you start. Then there's other. You start connecting to others. They're all kind of. They're all like one fellowship you know that you when you when you when you meet one person that's connected then you start connecting to other people that uh, other teachers and other sheikhs and so on it's it's um they all kind of complement each other they all this this one kind of fellowship as i said 
Mashallah. And, uh, you know, I'm sure people listening at home, um, you know, such a common thing we hear when people become Muslim is um, somewhat of an isolation. Mm-hmm. People have maybe had friendships that were based on, uh, you know, not strong foundations. Um, and when becoming Muslim, you know, these can, in fact, it's quite a scary thing. Sometimes I think it's, um, you know, it's a bit like this uh, uh, switch. You can just see who's who's really, mashallah, who loves you and who's there for you. And, you know, um, sometimes these things, uh, relationships can end. Sometimes relationships can end uh, surprisingly. Um, and that can lead to isolation. If someone is listening at home and they're finding themselves kind of maybe isolated and like desperately wanting to connect, what kind of um, things could you suggest? I mean, of course, there's different people in different situations, but yeah, certainly what would your advice be? Yeah, that's, that is really an issue, and, it's, and even compounded more by the by lockdown. And um, we have uh, we have a group in uh, School New to Islam Edinburgh, and we have different few people have come have come into Islam recently, and, and uh, it just you know you, you really feel that what what is there for people out there that, that you can't meet, you can't physically get together, and and everything is kind of restricted. And um, it is it is a real real um, concern. And, and that, one of the blessings that I had was to have have company and have people from 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 before islam and people that have stayed with over the years and um that's you know that just that emphasizes the need the need for support networks and the need for um initiatives to 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 reach out and 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 also for the wider community i mean if you, i'm sure people from heritage uh, you know born muslims are listening to this to this you know um reach out to those people and give them support and um don't it's not you know it's not a question of you know they need to be taught and guided it's just what they need is just good company really just someone to um to be a friendship and company and and um and um yeah just someone to look out for you basically yeah i was just thinking drinking tea alhamdulillah drinking tea chilling out you know just just someone that you know just just friendship really Mashallah. Now you you are alhamdulillah uh, you know being blessed with knowledge and uh, I just have to ask you know, that of course the wellspring that we have uh, for answers to questions in our life is the Quran and Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So I wonder um, from your learning what kind of examples uh, from the Seerah uh, perhaps uh, have been maybe perhaps you think are quite important at this time uh, to, to for people who just become Islam or for the Ummah who is looking to support, you know, as people who became Muslim later in life, what kind of stories um, and examples are there, you think? Well, there's so much. Uh, <laughs> um, I mean, there's so much we can learn from, you know, from looking at the, at the early community in Mecca. You know, it was really, it was really like a very small, handful of people that were around the prophet muhammad peace and blessings upon him and they used to get together in, in a small house and, and kind of uh, amidst all the kind of craziness that was going on outside you know a small house very close to the to the to, to the kaaba you know to, but they were you know in a very hostile environment in a very um negative environment in a very islamophobic environment for, to, quote, to quote a modern um term you know in that pressure for cooker of mecca they, they were getting together um, just a, a very handful, a small handful of people. Some were from the noble, uh, you know, clans of, of of the relating, uh, related, essentially re- related to the prophet, but who had been rejected by their own clans and their own people. And some were that kind of the outcasts, the slaves, the um, uh, the kind of the the, lo- the 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 low life, you could say, or the the people, the lower echelons of society in Mecca. They were getting, they were sitting together at one table, essentially, hearing the prophet. 
um, you know, recite the Quran and tell them, and, and 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 the revelation was unfolding, and they were they were learning these lessons, and they were, and what was and the interesting, the revelation at that time was 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 it was it was it was really focusing on 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 um, belief in God and and faith in God and and faith in the in the in the in the next life. Those those, those things were really really kind of cemented very strong before later. It was only later that a lot of the rulings of Islam, which we're so familiar with, came. In the you know the prayer and the fasting and that all came later but what was actually happening in that time was just things being really cemented deep in their hearts love of Allah patience in adversity um, um, following the prophet um, looking at the lives of the other prophets the, the, these were these stories we have they were they came in that time the story of, of Yusuf and Joseph and the, all the, the trials that he went through being cast into a well and, and sold into slavery and and imprisoned and and then but finally at the end all coming together and being you know reunited with with with, with his father with his brothers and you know and many other stories besides that you know jonah and the whale and all these things that this theory, these stories are being told and 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 for good reason because those there were great trials that were taking place uh, and all the time all the while the prophet is, is is kind of nurturing this, this 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 little cohort of this small community and bringing them together and taking care of their needs and um, and, and, and really cementing those ties. So that's just, that's just one of many, many, many lessons of, from the seerah, from the life of the Prophet. MashaAllah. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help you, you know, create a, a community of remembrance as well, inshallah. I mean, um, so kind of, kind of looking, um, you know, overall, it's kind of comparison between, you know, we've looked a little bit before you were Muslim, um, talked somewhat about the, the Shahada. Um, you know, would you say now that you feel yourself, you have a, a clear direction, a clear kind of um, a level of duties and essentially somewhere to go as a Muslim, do you feel like you've got a kind of definition to your life and let's say a destination that you're going towards at all? Definitely. I mean, Islam is, 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 is um, gives us all those things. It gives us clarity. It gives us guidance. It gives us, uh, direction it gives us um it tells us the meaning of of of, of you know what we what, what we what this life is all about and what we're aiming for and um and that's you know that that comes that's that's from the word go but then it's a, pro it's a process of coming of different realizations and um priorities and and as you get as you get older of, of course as well seeing what what you know what really what remains and what's um you know what uh, you know what we're preparing for in the next life and you know all these, these things so it sounds very clear on 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 that and it's and it's it's um it gives you that you know it gives you that purpose and it gives you that sense of purpose and gives you that direction mashallah and uh, you know i think sometimes the um the broader goals of um success inshallah and the afterlife pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, can be so broad that um, you know I think some people naturally feel confused I mean certainly you know just to kind of contrast um, your story with myself you know f when I first became Muslim I thought the path of ilm is the path of knowledge learning be a sheikh uh, was the path the only path let's say Alhamdulillah, mashallah, it's uh, perhaps uh, the most blessed path, perhaps uh, as far as my knowledge serves me, the most difficult path, Allahu Alam, God knows best. But um, after a while, um, I came to a um, decision that uh, I was really thinking about my relationship with my parents and I thought that um, it wouldn't help that. 
I thought that they perhaps think um, I was away elsewhere, opposed to here, you know, and now. Um, but when I decided, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to follow that path, I felt really lost, you know, um, and so on, um, as to what to do uh, with with my life. Have you gone through anything similar at all with, with your life, um, uh, thinking, you know, what do I need to do for the last man of time, where do I need to go at all? Because to be honest, I really think that that's maybe quite a common thing that I don't think we hear talked about too much. Hmm. I think you say that. I mean, I... I, I... I um, I guess it's interesting you say that you, you thought that that, that was the, the part the path and um, I think I think we, we you know we, we both as, as time goes on you realize that there's as many paths as as, as there are individuals as, as there are individual hearts and souls you know every, everyone has a path and the path of knowledge is just um, one uh, one of those and it has to take some different manifestations and um, it's not like a black and white thing that like I'm I'm it's not like kind of joining the there's no clergy in islam it's not like i've i've i'm a man of the cloth now and and i've kind of renounced everything and it's not like that at all everyone can it's not it's not like you've closed the door to yourself at this and any 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 age anyone can can learn and can and can benefit and it's not like a full-time that you like i now have to go away and 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 in fact things have changed since the time that i set out that, that, that you can learn islam from the comfort of your own home any much more than you could in, in the, when i when i first um started you know it was much more a case of going going abroad and studying but now mashallah scholars have come back and set up and um but and, and perhaps it's interesting to say that perhaps i did i did do damage to my relationship with my parents because i spent i did spend a long time away and it was it was a long a long a long period and i you know there is a, there's a tinge of regret there that, that some of the, those years that were you know they were they were they were as a part i was a long way away it was thousands of miles away and um um, you know, but as you said, where, where, where's, where do you, where do you, where do you, how do you find your calling? And that's, that's the question we have to ask. And it goes back to knowing yourself and knowing your, um, your talents and knowing your abilities and knowing the opportunities that you have. And, and, you know, the world's your oyster, really. It's just, it's just, there's as many paths as there are. There's, there's never limitless paths to Allah. It's not, it doesn't have to be the way of the scholarship and, and knowledge and, um, um, but just do, being, being a good nine to five you know, Muslim being being, and that's something I've, I've also begun more to appreciate more as the people that just that just live Islam and 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 get on with their daily life, but, but embody the teachings of Islam in the midst of all that. That's that that's that's a miracle. That's that's an, that's an amazing thing to be uh, to be a teacher or to be a doctor or to be, but to to maintain your principles and um, in a sense swim against the current and 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 still be on the path and still want to, seeking uh, seeking the pleasure of God and still. Um, Doing good, you know that that's 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 an that's a, that's a big thing, you know, to fast Ramadan and to pray five prayers a day and to do those things. That's not that's not something small. They never think of it as something small. Mashallah, mashallah. Well, you know, Sheikh, I will have to also thank you for um, taking that path of knowledge and making these sacrifices, you know, because they are so necessary um, for people. And as we know, as all the onomas say, you know, we need people who are um, who have grown up here, um, you know. Uh, Whatever you know, their heritage, uh, you, you know, mashallah, Muslim uh, families, uh, new converts, etc. We need uh, the knowledge here, inshallah. And alhamdulillah, um, you know, I think that perhaps um, you know, even the, the UK environment offers uh, a a space where, inshallah, you know, um, 
mashallah, can be quite fruitful too. Um, I think that it's taken me quite a while to realise that as well, because certainly there's been this one idea of, you know, to learn ilm, you go to Makkah, you know, mashallah, you learn, there's the only way, you know, subhanallah, uh, you know, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's ummah is, is rich, mashallah, and alhamdulillah, broad, alhamdulillah. Well, um, thank God. So, um, I'm, I'm going to round up and kind of ask a, a couple of questions I, I'd like to ask, um, you know, perhaps every show, inshallah. Um, the, the first thing is, um, thinking back to when you were first Muslim, uh, you talked about how there's some changes. Um, pardon me, you know, whatever it is, um, uh, maybe reflecting that, what would you like to see for Muslims today uh, in 2021 when they become Muslim? Muslim, uh, you know, take that as broad as you like from personal things to, you know, institutions, whatever. What is it that you would like to see um, there for people when they become Muslim? Um, I mean, that we have ideals and, 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 and in a sense, um, the, um, you know, what, what we have is a, is a reflection of, of the state of the Muslim community. So whatever, you know, shortcomings uh, the Muslim community has, you know, they're, they're, and there are many, um, you know, it's, it's kind of played out, you know, so the state of our mosques and the state of our institutions and the state of, but I think, I think we shouldn't be overly negative and, and, and see the good, the many good things that, that, that are there and have happened and the many good individuals that are um, serving the community. Um, and I mean, everyone's experience is different, you know, it's, it's all, in a sense, it, all it takes is for, for to have one good, one good companion on the path and one good friendship and one good, one sincere advisor and um, it doesn't matter where you are or what situation, you could be in, on the North Pole, but you've got someone who's giving you company and, and just give, teaching you Islam gently and then, then you're, 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 you're good. Um, ideally, yes, we'd have, you know, our, our, you know our, our institutions could be a lot better, our mosque could be a lot better, our, the state of our uh, community could be better, um, but it could be a lot worse as well in that we have, when we compare ourselves with um, other communities, even in Europe, for example, there's where, where, where um, Muslims are much more on the back foot, I think, you know, and so there's a lot more kind of pressure and uh, hatred and, 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 and many, many things. We have, have a lot of good things. We have the best of both worlds in some ways that we have. Um, I know, I know, no, 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 you know, we're not, we're not in, we're, we're, there's, no, there's no paradise on earth, but we have a lot of good things here. There's a lot of good things to be grateful for in Scotland. Um, and uh, coupled with existence of Islam and, and the existence of um, Muslim communities, and you know, uh, it's it's if everyone if everyone plays their role, you know, it's, it's it's you can blame you can throw blame here and there, but if everyone if each individual takes it upon themselves just to do their bit, um, then then things you know things will be good. Mashallah. Right. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sheikh. Yes, it's always this really difficult thing. I think when uh, people become Muslim, because um, you know, I think that generally, you know, as they should be in a way, expectations are as high as they can be. They are literally as high as they can be because they are expecting, mm -hmm. you know, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When in reality, um, you know, it can be quite a, a shock initially to realise what we're engaging with is, mm -hmm. is you know, but just at the t as, as is the time of the Sahaba, may Allah be pleased with them, human beings, vulnerable, uh, mm -hmm. you know, flawed, um, doing their best, inshallah, to, to uh, you know, take advantage of the deen uh, of Islam. Uh, you know, so alhamdulillah, khair, it's, you know, as much as like, um, I certainly have gone through phases of, oh, you know, not everyone's, uh, you know, uh, doing as much. And, and, you know, I've gone through even, dare I say, phases where I feel let down, you know, yeah. 
yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, why are people, you know, uh, not 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 doing this? Um, but alhamdulillah, mashallah, I think you know that 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 can quite quickly even sort of like you know flip even into mashallah real appreciation that you know in times when yeah Muslims are under attack in this uh, you know in this country, as you say, it could be much worse. Like in many places in Europe, um, you know, uh, and we're under pressures. You know, just of our jobs can be so demanding, etc. Uh, etc. Et that uh, alhamdulillah, you know, as you say, mashallah, to 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 fast Ramadan, to pray your salah, alhamdulillah, mashallah, you know, we can we we kind of have also been blessed to meet meet mountains of human beings who alhamdulillah have really helped myself too so alhamdulillah sheikh the final question is this and we'll, we'll keep it short you know just a, a a short piece of advice for someone that's perhaps listening that's, that's just become muslim uh what's what's the key a, key a key bit of advice that you would give to them after taking jihada i would say um just just focus on the on the on the foundations you know focus on, on la ilaha illallah muhammad rasulullah focus on your connection to allah to your creator and, and you've and you know there's no doubt if you've taken if you've just become muslim you've it's something you've already you know you're it's already there it's 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 just nurturing that and, and nurturing your connection with with allah and then and then building that connection with the prophet muhammad peace and blessings on him you know in terms of um nurturing that love and that connection to him reading about his life and um uh, understanding sometimes it's just presented us so this is this is um, this is Islam, and, and just take it and, and understanding where where it's come from and where it's where it's um, where it all goes back to, and the struggles and the efforts and the concern and the love and all those things that the Prophet Sallallahu embodied. Um, going back to those things, um, but but really just not not being um, being confident in that that you know it's about you and your relationship with Allah. No one else can can come between you and Allah. No one else can kind of dictate to you. Um, but you you take make it take ownership in a sense of that and and, and really develop it and, um, and take your time don't don't um, um, don't uh, we're always we're always in comparing ourselves with someone else and what else someone else is Ramadan and someone else is this and ex, someone's done this and but it's, it's about you and you and Allah. You know. Alhamdulillah, mashallah. And I have to, um, you know, add to that um, when I'm reflecting on the themes of what you've said. And mashallah, it's clear that. Um, you know, companionship has been so key in your journey to Islam and as a Muslim, your relationship with people. Um, and mashallah, I'm sure, uh, you know, that uh, if we can all uh, do our best to get good company, inshallah, be good company as well, then inshallah, we'll be, we'll be on solid ground, inshallah. Well, Sheikh, um, I think that's a, a nice place to end this discussion. It's been really lovely to have you, um, the richness of your words as well. And inshallah, um, you know, thank you so much for, for being our first guest too. I'd just like you to ask you to make dua for us, inshallah, that the, this effort successful and accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and, you know, beneficial inshallah. Um, I, I'll just uh, ask him, um, perhaps, in fact, you know, I think it'd be better than myself if I could just ask you, please, to finish with uh, some du'as, uh, some short du'as to, to end the Muhammad, Allah to bestow blessings upon our Prophet Muhammad and praise Allah for all the blessings he's given us, the blessing of Islam and the faith and the lights that he's given us and Allah's man especially bless everyone who's involved in serving um, converts and people new to Islam, this project and any project in which um, this is the work of our Prophet Sallallahu the work of, of, of embracing and, and and bringing and bringing people closer. And Allah bless everyone that's involved in in this in these projects. Inshallah, make us 
and make the journey easy for for us and for all those and anyone that's thinking about Islam or embrace just embrace Islam or in any any in anywhere whatever place they're on their journey, Allah subhanahu wa taala make the journey easy to him. May Allah remove the, the difficulties and the obstacles and allow us to have the best of company. Allow us to be united in the highest places of paradise with our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Alhamdulillah. Ameen. Ameen.